It's Mindset Monday, coming at you with energetic and tactical tips to help you level up your life and your week. Let's get it. Did you know we're in the midst of the Great Resignation? 4.3 million Americans left their jobs in August without seeking a new one. If you want to become a corporate dropout like me, but you need help creating an exit plan, I can help. Whether you need corporate exit coaching, business coaching, or you're seeking help to step into the best version of yourself, I'd love to connect with you. Listeners of the Corporate Dropout Podcast can book a complimentary discovery call with me. Visit alasiacitro.com slash dropout. That's A-L-E-S-S-I-A-C-I-T-R-O dot com slash dropout to book your free coaching call today. Hello, friends. Happy Mindset Monday. So I don't think we're going to get back to the money mindset series until the new year because today is a special date. I'll tell you a little bit more about why in a moment. And then next Monday is my birthday and I want to do a special episode for that. And then it's basically time for the new year. So thanks for your patience and sticking with me until we resume that series. So what we're going to talk about today, um, today, the date of airing is December 13th. 2021. And this marks the one year anniversary of my beloved grandpa passing. And if you're a new listener and you haven't heard me talk about him before, I talk about him all the time. (laughs) He was an entrepreneurial farmer in Iowa, the salt of the earth. And he passed last year at the age of 97. He and my grandma were married for 76 and a half years and they just don't make them like Laverne anymore. So because he continues to be a strong force and presence in my life, I wanted to honor him today. So I'm doing this in a couple ways. For one, I'm making his incredible chili recipe. And I'm doing the stuff you might expect. I'm praying for him, talking to him. Of course, he can't talk back, but I feel his presence and I get signs all the time. And I also wanted to share some of my favorite Midwestern colloquialisms that I attribute to grandpa. Most are wise. There are some funny ones too that I don't know if I should share on air. We'll see how I'm feeling at the end of the episode, but here we go. First up, I've seen sicker calves than these get well. (laughs) This is actually um, something that he would say while we would be playing cards. And typically when he and or his partner were losing badly. And if you're wondering, Pinochle is the game of choice in Iowa. If you know, you know. Many times when he would say this, he would come back and win. And so the moral of this colloquialism is to never give up. There is always hope to be had. Next up... (laughs) I'm reading these and like giggling to myself before I even say them. And I can hear grandpa saying them. (laughs) Okay. So this one is, he's a big wheel. All the dogs piss on him. (laughs) This one always makes me laugh. Um, And this would be said about someone who thought they were really all that and a bag of chips. (laughs) Another way of saying this is that someone is too big for their britches. So the translation is stay humble. Yeah. Maybe you're a big deal or you think you are. But guess what dogs do to the big wheels on tractors out in the country? All right, the next one is that the only thing good about the good old days is that they're over. This is one of my favorites. We all know memory is a filter. Sometimes it's for the best, sometimes not. 
I remember visiting my grandparents before I met Jeff and I was expressing my worry over the state of the world and my hesitancy to bring children into it one day. And grandpa coolly replied that everyone always thought things were getting worse, but in the rear view, they always got better. And he and grandma would tell me stories about the quote unquote good old days, like before they had indoor plumbing out on the farm. And if you've ever been to rural Iowa, you know that in the winter, it is cold, like really cold. My mom's there right now and it's 25 degrees. They also didn't have a dryer for laundry, which meant that they were hanging up clothes to dry year round, even when it was freezing. I'll let you connect the dots on how that went. My grandma also told me some more stories about this when I was visiting her this summer. One was around the rationing that happened during World War II. You couldn't get a lot of things that you needed. Supplies were scarce. Most folks didn't have much money. She said on their wedding night, their car door came open like it it like went ajar somehow. And my grandpa had to hold it closed while he drove. And I don't know how long it took to ultimately fix that. But people just got by with a lot less. Like we're so spoiled now in modern times. So while I am fully cognizant of the less desirable parts of our modern world, all in all, I'll take modern life to how they grew up out on the farm. All right. The next one, another one of my favorites, a horse that shits fast, doesn't shit long. Translation, easy come, easy go. How many stories do you know of people who came into money quickly and lost it all? Or perhaps they achieved something incredible with very little effort or in a very short period of time, and then they didn't maintain it because they didn't value it enough. And I've thought about this a lot the last year in the context of network marketing. So for those of you who don't know my story, I rose to the top, I think like, 0.18% of my company. It's a newer company, which is why that percentage is so small. And I did that in 10 months, which is like unheard of. I mean, I think there's one person who did it faster than me, but it was a meteoric rise. And it was thanks to having a good foundation and automation and systems that would scale when COVID hit. And COVID made my team grow more than 10x in four months. Seriously, I went from a team of 30 people to a team of 350 people between April and August of last year. I hit the second highest rank in the company and I had a lot of leaders on my team that were hitting promotions. Like one person hit a promotion in the first month that would typically take like two years in a quote unquote normal circumstance. So suffice to say, I've leaned back now in order to grow my other businesses. And, you know, there's only so many hours in the day too. And, you know, most of these other leaders that had the meteoric rise with me, they're not really doing a whole lot with their business today. So my takeaway from this is like, if it really happens quickly, you don't have enough skin in the game and you don't have the frame of reference to fully appreciate what you have and what you built because it was so easy. You just figure, oh, I could do that again, right? So now I'm in a point of like, okay, if I want to continue with this, I'm going to need to rebuild, right? So I'm, I'm kind of weighing that out. But the point of this saying is be okay with things taking longer. It's all right. You're going to appreciate it more. And not that anyone wants to shit for a long time, but <laughs> just remember a horse that shits fast doesn't shit long. Okay. 
Last but not least, you're probably right. So grandpa would say this to people, even when he knew objectively that they were wrong or full of shit. I am proud to say I've adopted this in a lot of ways. So if someone presents me with a point of view that I know is not (laughs) right or not grounded in reality, you know, whatever. I let them think that they're right, like grandpa did. Because, you know, here's the deal. Our perception is our reality. And also, you don't know the lens that they're looking at life through. Like, maybe that does make a lot of sense to them. Maybe, you know, maybe we're the ones that are crazy, right? But, you know, it doesn't really matter. Maybe you can change someone's mind to convince them that your point of view is, you know, I don't even want to say the word right, but because we're, I'm so sick of labeling and everything being black and white, but maybe you could change someone's mind, convince them that your point of view is better. But before you embark on that endeavor, is it worth your precious, finite energy and potentially your peace? Usually I think the answer is no. So... There's a few other ones that are really funny. Um, One, I don't even know if this is grandpa or just my Iowa family in general, but I I say this all the time too. People who just don't know what they're talking about, sometimes I'll say they don't know the difference between shit and applesauce or (laughs) they they can't tell their ass from a hole in the ground. That's another one we love. I'm going to stop it there because some of the other ones probably aren't great sound bites and I don't want grandpa to, to be embarrassed up above. So I'll just leave the mystery. But I wanted to close with a poem that my dear friend Shannon sent to me after he passed last year. If you have lost a loved one recently, I hope it brings you some comfort, especially during a difficult time of year to be missing someone. So this is called The Parable of Immortality, and it is by Henry Van Dyke. I am standing upon the seashore. A ship at my side spreads her white sails to the morning breeze and starts for the blue ocean. She is an object of beauty and strength, and I stand and watch until at last she hangs like a speck of white cloud just where the sea and sky come down to mingle with each other. Then someone at my side says, there she goes. Gone where? Gone from my sight. That is all. She is just as large and mast and hull and spar as she was when she left my side and just as able to bear her load of living freight to the place of destination. Her diminished size is in me, not in her. And just at the moment when someone at my side says, there she goes, There are other eyes watching her coming and other voices ready to take up the glad shout. Here she comes. So I'll leave you with that. I hope I'm thinking of a few folks I know that have lost someone recently. And um, I hope if you're hearing this, that it brings you comfort and that the memories can bring you comfort and that um, you can get to a place where you can think about them and laugh and smile more than you cry. So with that, Grandpa, I love you. I feel you every day. Thanks for having my back, cheering me on, and guiding me. With that, I'll see you guys on Wednesday. What you track grows. Grow what matters with the 90-day cycle to new habits journal and stay focused on what will move your business forward. Pick up your copy today at 90dayhabits.co and use code CITRO, that's C-I-T-R-O, for 10% off. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If today's episode added value to your life in some way, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share it with someone who needs this. 
I'd love to connect with you on Instagram and hear how the show has inspired you. So tag me or slide into the DMs. Find me at Corporate Dropout Official or Alasia Citro. That's A-L-E-S-S-I-A-C-I-T-R-O and two underscores. Until next time, remember that you're a badass, stay focused, stay hungry, and dare to drop out.